$1,260 a year having a punt. As a nation, per capita, we are the largest gambling country in the world. Stay tuned. We're going to have a punt on Sydney property market. Good morning. I find, I find that a very hard stat to believe. It's true. Per Good capita, morning. though. You've got Good to remember morning. it's per, per capita. So per capita, we are the biggest gambling country in the world. That is yep. amazing. I don't know, maybe we're just the most honest in our reporting, but, you know, compared to other countries, but that's huge. That is huge. When you think about it, though, all those little multis that get put on. Well, I guess you know, you know, sports bet. Um, you know, it's 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 all you know different to when I grew up. There wasn't all the the sports bet and the apps so easy to make those bets on your phone. Uh, in addition to that, because the um, everyone's used to a poker machine. You yeah. are you in are you in the casino this morning, Billy? Yeah, I actually um, had to stop off on my way through. I'm just finishing up the night before, Mark, actually. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, yeah, so casino bills in the house. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. Now, was okay, so we like a punt. Uh, we're punting on, uh, on, all, on all things gambling. We're the biggest punters in the world, which still blows me away when you told me this morning on the statistics that you've researched. Um, That's it. How much money did you say the average person in Australia, and this is across every Australian, not just the gamblers, this is across every Australian. So there's yeah. people that don't gamble, you can double up on the people that do gamble. But what's that number again? The average Joe is losing $1,260 a year on gambling. Yeah. Now, you add up the money and have a, look, have a quick Google, you'll be amazed. I won't go into the full numbers because they're too big to even remember. Um, but, yeah, we, we certainly do love a punt, and I suppose it sort of comes back to property and having a punt on property, really the gambler. <laughs> well, you know what I find amazing? I find it's absolutely amazing that buying a property in the last year or two, if you decided to buy a property in the last year or two, just everyone's very passionate about this topic this morning. G'day, Jeff. Um, you legend. Jonathan Greek. Uh, you need to move the camera up, Billy, I reckon, a little bit. Look, you got gun over your head. Looks like you're right. standing in a hole. Um, and Luke, Luke Maroney's gone down the avenue of where we were hoping to go down the avenue this morning, um, Casino Bill. Yeah. There you go. That's better. So, Casino Bill, um, Lou, what Luke's saying is bye, 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 uh, not punt, punt, punt. And do you know what? The average Australian, if they bought a property, would not be losing $1,200 or $1,400 a year. If the average Australian wanted to buy a property, these days, majority of cities, majority of, uh, of regional towns, if you with the current interest rates, after you pay your your outgoings, after you pay your interest, your rent's going to be higher. 
that's called positively geared. So the gamblers are negatively geared by what did you say? Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, twelve hundred thirteen hundred dollars. So the gamblers gambling on poker machines and sports bet, they're negative. They're ne- they're negative, but the gamblers that are buying property, they're positive, not just to the tune of the rent each year, but the value of the property is also going up each year. Why the hell would you put it to a poker machine? And why the hell wouldn't you put that into a property today? Yeah. I reckon the, the, the problem we've got here, Mark, is, is um, gambling is so accessible. You know, it's on your phone. It's at the races. It's at a good um, dinner when you go out. It's at the casino next door to the nice restaurant. It's just everywhere. But in saying that, you can buy a property at 18 these days. You know, interest rates are low. Uh, there's no excuses. Well, you bought a property at 18, um, so you're not just saying that. But you know what? I think I think you're right. We blended um, we blended gambling with, with um, socialising. We've made it, we've made a part of our um, of our daily bread a little bit. You know, you go out. It's quite easy. The drinks are cheap. In a in an RSL club, um, or you know, where there's poker machines, offer the drinks. Sometimes or even for nothing. Um, having said that, property is very social as well. Um, Jeff saying, "Yep, it's an addiction. You can put ten dollars on a horse, um, and uh, it's one million for a house. It takes patience, which which uh, not many people have." not many people have yeah i suppose then where, where we wanted to go with this this morning is taking a punt on sydney property it's interesting to have a look at the numbers um our local area has done hugely well amazing over the last 24 months how's the cbd been looking though mark because you were there last night i was there last night and and I was, I was walking, I went for a bit of a walk this morning um, around where I live and I was thinking to myself this morning, like, she, that herd mentality is just so, so common. It's so common with people. And when, when shit really hit the fan, everyone zigged. Um, and I find when everyone zigs, it's good to zag. Um, and you know, when the stock market shits itself, you know, the genius is bored. Um, but it's quite bold and I love the saying, catching a falling knife, the knife's falling and it's got to be caught and it's going to cut. Um, but at the end of the day, you gotta, it's, you know, you gotta get in there and grab it. So whether it's a bad stock market or bad property market or COVID, Often these are the best times to get into properties. And then people will actually call those people visionaries or they'll call those people geniuses. And it's like, you know what, they just had big balls. Uh, you know, when when you look at people that had big balls, and, and, and all due respect to people that didn't have the capacity in COVID, some people were, were just genuinely affected, couldn't buy a property. But most, most people in most parts were just spooked. Um, and when everyone was zigging, ducking for cover and shitting themselves, there were some people that jumped into property at the lowest time. Um, and boy, were those guys clever. 
And the CBD of Sydney is like that at the moment. And ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't realised, rents in the city have gone down a lot. Property prices in the city haven't moved a very, very long time. So in most parts of Sydney, when most parts of regional New South Wales have gone up in the last year or two, 40%, 40%, uh, 30%, 50%, um, CBD Sydney in most part has gone up zero. I think it's a good thing to consider um, to get in there. Look, I'm very pro Northern Beaches. By DY, you're always going to do well, but I'm definitely more pro to zag when others are zigging or zigging when, I, when others are zagging and not doing that sheep mentality. But it's interesting, right? Like some people will be a bit cautious about buying regional property just because you, you might be relying on a new airport to go in or a, a big, um, you know, public investment. But we're talking about the CBD of, you know, you were talking about the, the capital of our country, some of the most expensive real estate, um, you know, sur- in surrounding areas um, and people are still cautious. Absolutely. Um, Jonathan's asked a really good question um, and oh, I think it's valid and you really, really got to have a good good think about it because, you know, are apartments in the city a good idea to buy? I'm not particularly saying that they are, um, but I'm saying that they, there definitely hasn't been capital growth in, 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 in core CBD suburbs across Australia. I do... Um, I think you came up with the other day, Billy, when you said um, supply is the enemy of capital growth. And I think if you are going to buy an apartment in the city, make sure there isn't going to be unlimited supply. And that's where you may get a little bit screwed in the city because there is almost unlimited amount of supply. I don't mind stuff that's ultra unique. Uh, it may be like a you know church conversion or it may be something that's harbour front that can't be replicated, uh, you know, you can't have a lot of that supply, but certainly a uh, a, a boring uh, CBD apartment that can be easily be replicated. I don't think that's a good investment. But my point from today is um, zigging when other people are, are, are zagging um, is uh, is very very important, and it also means commercial leases. I saw people get into commercial leases, Billy, um, and have yeah. a punt. Um, when when COVID was down, they negotiated really good rents, of which are going to last them for five or ten years. Um, they yeah. went the opposite direction. They had a punt. Well, that's that was my next question. You know, we um, how's commercial real estate been in the city? I know most of our stuff is out here, but you must have friends or family or yourself dealing in it. Shocking, shocking. Uh, and 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 also, I don't think you see they have they have a, a, a in commercial real estate they have a whale, so it's called whale, and it's it's your average um, rent. Your problem with the city is, well, the good thing about the city is the um, you still haven't seen the depth of um, um, companies leaving the city. And the reason why is the average lease in the city is five, 10 or 15 years. So it can't, it's not like a residential lease in DY or a, or a one, one year commercial lease where you can just pull the carpet from under the lease and say that we're over, we're going. Yeah. 
a lot of these a lot of these businesses uh, have got the ability for five years to make this decision or even 10 years to make this decision. Um, so we, we don't see the full effect of it. But I, I think if you did, and I think if the lease was, if the city was full of short leases, I think you would have seen the city shit itself a bit more with these big commercial leases. Yeah, well, it's probably been phased, phased out or, you know, phasing at the new uh, trend coming in slowly with the combination of people doing a couple of days in the office and things like that. But it's an interesting time to watch how this progresses over the next five years. Yeah. So that's Anything the show, else? Billy Ball. I think so. There's a okay. short and sweet one. It's a short and sweet one. Yeah, I think it's a very powerful one. Uh, one of my favourite things to talk about. But when you told me this morning, I was I was um, I was blown off my, off my chair um, because I I think that you know I didn't know that Australians were the per capita per head the worst gamblers in the world. Yeah. Shocking. Um, and I've always thought I've always been passionate about taking that money from gambling and and uh, gambling it into residential property, still a gamble, uh, but a much more proven track record. Uh, and you can see the average person, the, 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 the average person, not the plays, but the average Australian is losing 1200 um, bucks. It's a lose-lose. And you can definitely see that the average Australian putting having a gambling property it's quite the opposite. I'd love to know the number, Billy, of if you gamble, if you're a gambler in property, what the average profit is. Yeah, that's true. That would depend on how long you hold your multi for, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, you know what? It'd be good if TAB started selling property investments. You could just take, you could buy like a small percentage. True that. And hold it, hold it for a long time. What's Jonathan got to say? A slaughterhouse down here. A big bang just left an entire twenty-seven story building. I mean that's unbelievable. How do you recover as a landlord to that mark? Yeah. I th- I think it, I, th- I I honestly reckon the um people will might look, it's human nature and it's been going on for thousands of years. Um like it or not, COVID or not COVID or whatever, if you think that people are gonna decentralize for the rest of your lifetime. Um, have a look back in history uh, and see what people have done. People have always centralised. Um, it's human nature. It's her, it is that herd mentality. Um, it is what's been happening for thousands of years. So, look, I reckon that there is that mass exit of the city and it, and it may go on uh, for a good three to five to ten years. But at the end of the day, I can't see um, Aussies and, and the human race um, for life just because you know just because we can because of viruses and stuff like that um you know ancient ancient cities have always centralized so um yeah I'm, I'm, if i had to have if i was a punting man i'd be punting the city's going to come back and i don't think it's going to come back in its in its true form of what it was i think the city will come back in a um in, in a in, in a hybrid a better version of itself yeah. uh yeah i bought i bought healthy version, a more caring version of what it was, uh, you know, respectful of COVID. So it'll be interesting. Watch this space. Watch this space. Thanks, Casino Bill. 
Thanks. Have a punt, Mark. Do you want to roll the outro? Yeah, sure. Everyone ready for it? Everyone, drum roll. Hit it. <laughs> drum roll. Oh, hang on. What? I don't know if you can hear the drums, but I hit the drum. Did you turn it up? Yeah, it's all the way up. Drum. Yes. Oh, again? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs>